Welcome to this Consulting Excellence podcast, a regular look at the latest consulting news, trends and opinions from the Management Consultancies Association. In this episode, MCA CEO Alan Lehman speaks to MCA Think Tank Director Paul Connolly about the state of the UK consulting industry in 2016. So welcome to this MCA podcast. Um, to kick off 2016, we thought we'd look at the state of consulting in the UK as we speak and also its prospects for the, for the year ahead. And with me, I've got Paul Connolly, who is director of the MCA Think Tank, uh, to talk about this. And Paul, you put together, the, uh, the towards the end of last year, a report for the MCA on uh, called Consulting Excellence Promoting Growth. What uh, did you do in order to get the information that uh, is in that report? We surveyed uh, MCA members, Alan, uh, asking them questions about what their expectations were for their firm's performance in 2015. And we asked them where their performance had been good, bad or indifferent across the whole range of sectors and service lines. And we also uh, quizzed them on their expectations for 2016. So it's a sentiment survey. It's a good snapshot of how people were feeling about consulting and about the wider economy. Great. So I suppose what I'd like to start with is, is just a general uh, discussion about consulting is often a very good barometer for the state of the economy as a whole. It picks up uh, trends, both good and bad, very early on. So from what we've discovered about where consulting is in, 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 in the UK uh, as we start the new year, how would you characterise the state of the British economy and whether there are any warning signs perhaps people should, people should be aware of? Well, just like the British economy, the broad picture that we got from the end-of-year report was a pretty positive one. I think the consulting industry is doing very well. It's uh, outperformed GDP rates of growth for the last three to four years. And I think once we do our full analysis of the 2015 picture in the course of this year, when we analyse the fee income of our member firms, we'll see that uh, consulting has continued to do well. I think that's unsurprising given that the UK's growth rate is one of the highest in the developed world, uh, higher than all of the G7 bar America. Uh, So broadly speaking, a positive picture, but I think one that's not without nuance. At the end of 2014, we also had a very positive picture of consulting from our end of year report then. If anything, it was a little more positive then than the picture at the end of 2015, where our members identified to us a number of areas where they have a little bit of concern. We've seen a slowdown in consulting in the energy resources and utilities sector. That's generally affected by the oil price as as a driver of that. Absolutely. And I think that um, while some of our firms are continuing to do okay, they're helping uh, a beleaguered sector adjust to lower margins. Others have seen discretionary spend in that area cut and are therefore doing comparatively limited activity. Manufacturing also, um, while some of our members have said they're doing quite well there, there's also been some shrinkage of opportunities there. Again, the high pound, uh, relatively low rates of global aggregate growth, all impacting manufacturing and thus impacting consulting in turn. I suppose one of the issues which is going to loom large in this year uh, uh, is going to be the whole debate about uh, the UK's relationship with the EU, the possibility of a 
of a referendum uh, during the course of this year, quite early perhaps this year, and even the possibility of pulling out of the EU. Is, is that something we picked up as being a, a, a cause of worry for consulting firms? We certainly have. In the uh, main annual report that we conducted in 2015, uh, there was no appetite uh, discernible amongst our member firms for withdrawal from the EU. In fact, I think many of uh, the respondents to the survey and people we interviewed in the course of the survey felt that the issue was distracting and extremely unhelpful. And that's always reinforced when we ask our member firms about their skills needs. Since they're helping uh, the UK grow, they're recruiting many uh, new capabilities, many new people, and they're getting those capabilities and people from all over the world, not just from the EU, but from beyond the EU. Now, I think that they regard our comparatively, if not open borders, then certainly flexible labour markets approach to border policy as one of the great successes of our uh, general emphasis on free movement of goods and labour. And I think that uh, when we poll them in the course of 2016, as I know we're uh, undertaking to do, we'll see again very little appetite for withdrawal from the EU, in fact probably the contrary position. In fact it was interesting when we talked to Harry Gaskell of EY at, at the end of last year about uh, the, uh, his, his, his take on, on uh, the UK's position, he, he made this very striking phrase I thought, called London the capital of the world. And that was a position he thinks it's attained through all sorts of things that have gone on in London. But it was a, it was a risk, um, uh, partly through uh, uh, the European issue, but partly also through the, uh, the delays in infra infrastructure investment that we might uh, want to see, expect to see from a, a, a city which is now positioned as the capital of the world, as he put it. That's an interesting point, and I think the continuing importance of consulting in areas such as financial services reinforce that kind of message, as does the importance of uh, consulting in global value chains such as infrastructure and digital. So one thing uh, the MCA is doing at the moment is, is running what we're calling the Year of Growth, uh, which is really putting the spotlight on uh, a lot of these issues to do with how growth is generated in the economy, but also how it is that consulting firms are uh, connecting with that agenda for their, uh, for their clients. And I know that the report has some interesting data about the shift of work which uh, consulting firms are now engaging in from what you might call characterise as cost-cutting towards a growth agenda. Could you expand on that one? Absolutely. Well, we noticed uh, two or three years ago when interviewing uh, member firms that they said that in the aftermath of 2008, when the bottom fell out of the global economy, there was plainly an appetite on the part of their clients for assistance to survive with cost-cutting and restructuring. From about the first quarter of 2013, when growth really started to return securely to the UK economy, our member firms have been telling us that they've been supporting growth propositions and helping businesses to grow. Their thesis, essentially, is that consulting is growing by helping others grow. So we thought we'd test that and we asked them to uh, sort out their projects into those that were pure cost-cutting, those that are helping firms to get match fit for growth, those that were assisting with new growth propositions, and then other sorts. And 53% of all respondents put 
over 70% of their activities for clients in those two growth uh, supporting areas of helping firms in general terms and helping with new propositions. So I think there is a lot of evidence now for our assertion that consulting is growing by helping others grow. And I think that's something which we'll expect to see in the MCA awards when they come through in April uh, this year and in a lot of other work that we're undertaking through the year of growth um, because it's very important I think for the industry to be able to draw that connection between what it does and what it contributes for clients and the outcomes which their clients then uh, achieve and hopefully they are all about uh, not just making clients more efficient and effective in their marketplace but helping them to see a better future for, for themselves and that will be a growing future and generating export earnings uh, in particular but also in all sorts of other ways enriching the lives of customers and of citizens. We shouldn't forget that in a way the public sector also has a growth agenda that it has to constantly be trying to improve the services which it's delivering uh, for clients and citizens um, just as it's trying to reduce the deficit which is an interesting uh, challenge. We've, we're sort of summing all that up in the phrase consulting excellence if you like uh, which will be a major theme and campaign of ours this year because I think the more that consulting firms can articulate what it is that they're achieving with their clients, the great outcomes they achieve, the excellent outcomes they achieve, uh, the more the uh, clients will understand the value of consulting but also the, the wider public will see the benefits that the industry is bringing. Perhaps we could just uh, conclude with a thought about the year ahead. One of the things we try and test out is what people's expectations of 2016 are. It's very difficult to predict the past, never mind predicting the future, but um, consultants should be quite good at uh, understanding what um, what we should be looking out for in, in 2016, in terms of you know, not just what the economy will do, but how the industry might develop. I think that our member firms are reasonably optimistic about 2016. All of that optimism is qualified with the nuanced experience that they've had in 2015, but member firms on the whole anticipate uh, growth for their own organisations. Some of them expect double-digit growth this year and, broadly speaking, seem happy about uh, the general state of the economy. They're inevitably worried about things like the prospect of Brexit, the condition of the Eurozone, other geopolitical issues that may uh, impact consulting and their clients adversely, the state of China as a great uh, and significant global dynamo for growth. But on the whole, they're, they're pretty positive. I think where consulting is an interesting barometer about the shape of the economy is that we've seen in recent times a relentless emphasis on innovation. Uh, once again, our member firms expect to expand still further into digital, both in terms of their recruitment of new capabilities, but also the types of offers that they will be providing their clients. I think they will be investing in more technology. I think they will be partnering with uh, digital insurgents and uh, people who are new to the advisory marketplace. That relentless innovation, something which has uh, been a characteristic of consulting for a long time, if anything, is intensifying now. And Alan, you mentioned that uh, in our year uh, of growth, we're also looking at the issue of consulting excellence. I think our member firms are rightly emphasizing what they can do for clients, but I think they're also 
keen to be able to do more. I think they're keen to make it clearer to clients that they're able to support them to grow or if they're in the public sector to help them transform and not just to be measured on fairly narrow project targets. Has the assignment been done to time? Have they cut costs within a relatively narrow sphere of the business? I think it's that overall value which consultants can provide through digital, through effective partnerships with other uh, parts of the advisory chain, which will see evolving even faster in the coming year as the new normal in the economy starts to change and consulting helps to change it to something uh, much more exciting than it's been in the past. I think, generally speaking, the sense amongst our industry is that there's never been a more exciting time to be in consulting. Indeed. And sadly, we'll have to end it there. But uh, thanks very much, Paul. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this. We'll be back in due course with an update, I'm sure. It's going to be an interesting, exciting year, not just for the MCA with our 60th anniversary and the launch of Consulting Excellence, but I'm sure for the industry as a whole. Thank you for listening to this MCA podcast. To subscribe for future episodes, you can find us on the iTunes podcast store and SoundCloud. For more information about the UK consulting industry and the Management Consultancies Association, please visit www.mca.org.uk.